Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches vacation.com. You're commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Now we're going to be talking about the migrant crisis. Earlier today, the mayor of Washington, D.C. declared a public health emergency because about 8,000 migrants have arrived at her doorstep, courtesy of Governor Abbott, in the last five months. But to put that in perspective... Eagle Pass, Texas, they get about 30, which is about a population of about 30,000. They're getting 10,000 migrants a week. And then, of course, New York City, too. Mayor Adams, he's also upset about the migrants. Is this sustainable? On the line with us right now is Daniel DiMartino of the Manhattan Institute. And he has a very firsthand perspective on everything that's going on. He's a Venezuelan freedom activist and economist. And he was also born and raised in Venezuela, where he experienced the terrible consequences of socialism firsthand. Welcome to Cats at Night, Daniel DiMartino. Thank you for having me. So, Daniel, what goes through your mind when you see, like, all of these migrants just pouring in across the border? Well, the the first thing is the, the sadness that it brings me that most of the ones that really are making it up here to New York City are actually from my home country of Venezuela. And and that is because of all the destruction that the Maduro regime has caused in, in my country, uh, that so many people are willing to make that, that trip, not just from Central America, but down from South America by foot up to Mexico and then here. And and what we're seeing now is that because Texas is obviously offering these migrants a, a free bus ride to New York City, they're coming here. And most of these people are, are people who have no family members and therefore own, their only choice is to end up staying in a, in a shelter. And that's destroying, you know, that, that that's really we're not capable of, of getting as many migrants and putting them in shelters. We're not setting them up for success. We're setting them up for failure. Right. Because imagine that you are somebody who doesn't know the language you get to the united states without knowing anyone and the first thing that they do is that you come to you they bring you to new york city and they put you in a homeless shelter full of gangs drugs criminals we're basically setting up these illegal migrants or asylum seekers to become criminals themselves you're 100 percent right and that's why we could possibly be seeing another resurgence of ms-13 almost every single one of those teenagers came here as unaccompanied minors because they have been set up for failure without any family without any friends and people want to belong they have to make a living so they they join a gang what do you think about the mayor of dc calling it a public health crisis and they're basically a border town and meanwhile as i just mentioned you got towns in texas they're getting ten thousand migrants a week yeah uh, well, I certainly don't think that it's it's about health. I think that that's just a political 
that it allows them to move, mobilize federal resources to help with the, the taking of these migrants. Now, if, if I were in charge of the city, I think that the city needs to manage as best as it can given the circumstances, right? And so if we want to minimize crime, if we want to maximize the, the potential opportunities for these people so that they don't become burdens to, to the city and society, the first and easiest thing we can do is to try to communicate with those migrants who come here, bring translators, bring people who speak Spanish, and ask them if they have any sort of friend or family member in the U.S. where we could take them instead. Um, you know, if, if they have a sibling that lives in North Carolina or a grandparent that lives in Kansas or, or somewhere else in New York State, then that's a better place for them to stay than in a homeless shelter in New York City. And that's, that's an easy first step. Uh, Mr. DiMartinez, Judge Richard Weinberg, I would respectfully say to you that the problem isn't Abbott sending people to uh, Washington, D.C., New York. The problem is the Biden administration failing to uphold the immigration law and protect the borders of the United States. Without safe borders, you cannot have national sovereignty or a country. And that's the failure of the Biden administration. It's not Abbott. If I were a political advisor, Abbott, he's making the point that it's coming into our country. Nobody's doing anything about it. And the only reason they're raising the issue is now impacting Washington, D.C. and New York. So Abbott so is I, right I, I and Biden I is wrong. I 100% agree uh, that the law needs to be enforced. And, and ideally, we would have an illegal immigration of zero. Yet uh, the, the problem now is that the law actually says that people who show up at the ports of entry and or or who cross the border once they're here they have a right to seek asylum so that's so that's what the law says now so if we wanted to change that we would need to change the law and to change the incentives for people coming here so that there is a legal process uh unfortunately this is the situation we're in um i think i also think that abbott's doing what's best for texas probably right because uh, they're, they're sending the people who don't want to stay in Texas at no cost to other places, so that reduces the burden on Texas taxpayers. New York City is also doing something wrong. It's not just about federal policy. What you know, New York City is, is a state that is providing all these migrants with a lot of government benefits that are not provided in Texas, are not provided in Florida, and so you're going to get free housing. You might as well come to New York City rather than go to Texas. How long is the free housing in New York? How long ha, ha, have I been living in New York? No, 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 no. How long is the when free they get housing? the free housing, how long is, does that benefit stay in place? One month, two months, three months, or in perpetuity? Perpetuity. So, if you're a homeless person, it's in perpetuity uh, because of it's actually because of the New York State Supreme Court that requires the state to provide anybody who is homeless to with, with a place to sleep at night. So, and so, and technically, these migrants could live off of welfare and, and government benefits forever. Okay, so and, if the Biden administration keeps letting them in through the border, and Abba keeps sending them in. They're going to break the city of New York and Washington, D.C. Because and the Biden Democrat, are you saying the, the Democratic Congress and the Democratic Senate have passed a law allowing this to happen? But that's the law. If you come in through a port of entry, you well, are allowed to come into the country and then you can try borders, to seek asylum. Yeah, but but the, the problem is, is once the Rio they... Grande a port of entry? I, I mean, no, the, the, problem, the problem with the asylum process yeah. is that... They're letting them in quickly to wait for their asylum cases because it takes so long to hear back from asylum. That's that's why Remain in Mexico made sense. 
Well, what would make sense if we wanted to fix this issue permanently would be to process the asylum cases faster. And, to, and there's actually, there are actually bipartisan solutions out there to do this. But of course, you know, all these nonprofits who are benefiting from these grants to process the asylum seekers wouldn't benefit from that. So they both pro-immigration and anti-immigration groups lobby against these bills. But the bills would uh, basically assign more immigration judges to, to process the cases faster. So there would be no need to even let people inside the country to, to wait for their hearing. And then once they do file for asylum, I think what is a statistic like over 90 something percent do not qualify. But how many of them are kind of poof in the wind? At that point. Right. So so about 90 percent get denied of the cases that are decided. Um, but it depends on the nationality. So a lot of the people who come to New York City, at least are Venezuela, it's about 50 percent who are denied and 50 percent are approved. Um, and But re- regardless, that would ease the burden. And then it would also make the system fairer. Um, and, and if we wanted to reduce the flow of illegal migration in the first place, we would need to, to do policies such as the ones that we have for Cuba, where we allow Cubans in the, already in the United States to call to sponsor their family members only. Not Thank you, Daniel DiMartino. And uh, we're coming up on a break, and we're going to be going to Lou Dobbs. That will give us a financial report. Let's go to Lou Dobbs. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. 